Staying, Zach, to watch these Tigers try not to get into uh, what everybody so uh, eagerly wants to call a trap game, Zach. I, I just feel like everybody in the country, like, oh, a trap game, trap game, trap game. And honestly, I have seen a lot of people pick Arkansas, Zach. Like, what, like, what do you make of that? Like, I, I, I kind of understand the trap game mentality. But to go as far as picking Arkansas, yeah, that's a little much, to be honest with you. I mean, this team just beat Alabama. Uh, and this the, the Alabama team this year, yeah, they have their problems. Yeah, they're not completely the best Alabama team, obviously, that we've seen in the Nick Saban era. But it's an Alabama team regardless, and it's a Nick Saban coach team regardless that is always extremely competitive and uh, really, really good. So, I – I don't really have to agree. I don't really agree at all with those people that are saying that Arkansas yeah. is going to beat LSU. Uh, I understand the mentality. Um, the spread's three and a half right now. Um, I really oh. like LSU to cover that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really get it. I, and this is a Brian-coached LSU team. This isn't a Les Miles-coached LSU team. Um, a lot of people have talked about it. You know, Ed did a good job of getting his teams up for the game. Um and Brian right. Kelly has done really well in the month of November uh, throughout his career. We know that very well. It's very well documented. I, I really don't think LSU will have any trouble. Maybe maybe at the beginning, out of the gate, you know, like they typically do. But I have a lot of faith in LSU to to get the dub on Saturday. Yeah, and, and, I, and I agree. Uh, I, I don't know if this is necessary. I mean, I get the idea that it's a perfect trap game. Uh, like, I like, it kind of is, but I don't see that happening. But we'll we'll get into all that, Zach. Obviously, with the preview, and when we look at that, we got to talk about Zach. I mean, uh, the kickoff of a new era, Matt McMahon uh, and the LSU basketball boys uh, get it started on Wednesday night against the Kansas City Kangaroos. Um, Zach, what what was your initial coming off of the Wednesday night game? I mean, what is your initial takeaway? Uh, I thought, you know, the guys that we expected to look good looked really good. Um, you know, a lot of people expected 
a big game from Adam Miller, especially coming off the injury last year. And he looked amazing. I mean, he he had he was four of nine from three point. Uh, he was the leading scorer for both teams with eighteen. Um, yeah. By the way, I, I will say I called it. I called the starting lineup. It was exactly as you I did. said it. You did. Uh, Juice at the at the one. Taking Adam the Miller. Yeah, Adam Miller at the two. Uh, Mawani at the three. Jalen Reed four. Uh, KJ Williams at the five. Um, so, yeah, I thought Adam Miller looked really, really good. I was really impressed uh, with him, especially coming off the injury. Um, KJ Williams looked good. He logged 13 points. And kind of a sneaky night. I didn't think, uh, like, when I when I look, went back and looked at the box score, I didn't realize it. But Justice Hill also had a pretty good night with 13 points. Um, he was a guy that it didn't seem to really pop. I mean, obviously he had the big, big, uh, long <laughs> – shot there at the end to in the first half, um, which was, which was really cool to watch, but um, didn't seem like anything jumped out to me, but then you go back and look at the box score and you're like, Oh crap. Like he had a good night. Uh, I will say though, somebody that really impressed me off the bench and they didn't like put up gaudy numbers, but Trey Hannibal looked really good off the bench. Um, he's a guy that he's strong. Um, he's got really good handles. We obviously know the, the fast break play that he made when he went behind the back and kind of did this, you know, the reverse scoop. It was really awesome to watch that play, yeah. but he looks yeah. like he just plays very aggressive, very fast. Um, so that was encouraging. Um, kind of surprised me to see Derek Fountain as the first one off the bench. Um, you know, he he came out there and, and, and looked really good. As you said uh, the other night, he looked really good on defense and – um, I thought the same. He looked he looked really good defensively. Um, I thought we would see more of of Sean Phillips, but we didn't. I think he only logged like two minutes, um, didn't score any points. And also, we didn't see Terrell Ward. Um, so what does this team look like with Terrell Ward? Reagan, I, I don't yeah. know what happened. I, I guess maybe you yeah. know. I, I, did you hear anything about an injury? I mean, we're, I'm assuming he's dealing with an injury. I, don't, I haven't heard anything. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard anything either. I, I don't know. Um, maybe he's dealing with an injury, but the only injury that I heard of was Cornelius w- was, was having shoulder problems, and, and he wasn't dressed for the game. So, But Tyrell was dressed, and he didn't log a single minute. So that's – I mean, that's got to mean, you know, that has to mean he's injured, you know, in some capacity. I'm interested – Whatever he plays, um, because he's such a, I mean, he was such a highly recruited guy and, and, and clearly has talent uh, uh, galore. So I, I want to see him work in, you know, once he's healthy. Um, am I freezing up some? Just a little bit. Uh, Ryan said, Is the cold weather making Reagan's service freeze? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're I, traveling, I, so, so Reagan may be in and out a little bit. Yeah, you, you have to bear with me. I mean, we're, we're going through Arkansas. You know how it goes, especially in Arkansas. Uh, Trashy service. Yeah, I, I was, I, I'm was. i curious to um, find out what happened to Tyrell because I haven't heard anything. Um, I did that, like, I, the – the interesting thing is, is like he, he, you know, at Mississippi State, he didn't run much at all. Like, 
I think he maybe averaged two points a game uh, and, you know, not many minutes, but his play was impressive. I mean, obviously he's grown from his time uh, at State in this offseason with Matt McMahon. Um, but, Zach, my initial thoughts on, on what we saw is that it's very apparent that this team, you know, has some growing to do together. Uh, on the court, I, I think that chemistry-wise, like, it's there off the court uh, because they – I know Juice was asked the question in a press conference, you know, have you had enough time to jail? And, you know, he was like, you know, we live in apartments together here on campus, you know, dorms. Uh, we're all together. We, we spent a lot of time together in the off season, Like, so I think their chemistry as a team, like, personally is there. But it's different when you get into the game. So there's definitely some growing that's going to have to happen on the court in game. And that was my first, you know, initial thought. Um, Zach, what, what are some things that maybe they, they need to work on specifically? Like, because obviously there was a lot of stuff that, that needed to be worked on. So what were some things that to, to you that stuck out that, hey, we need to get better at this? I think I think a lot of this is going to come down to it being the first game and and like you said, the team having to gel together. Because um, even though they've been together, you know, on campus and in person and and building relationships, like you said, it's it's different right. when it comes to the game and and being on the court. Um, I, I definitely think that shot selections uh, were co- very questionable at times. Um, you know, yeah. they they didn't shoot really well. They shot. I think right right at 42%, um, which really isn't great. Um, you want to be closer to 50, uh, above fi- the 50 range. Um, and so 42% is not good. I mean, you're, you're, you're getting down there a little bit. So, uh, But yeah. I think a lot of that has to do with, again, it being the first game. Surprisingly, though, Reagan, they shot well from three-point range, um, yeah, 38%, which, which is a good number. That's a good number. Um, Mawani Wilkinson looked really good uh, at with the three ball. As we know, we I mentioned that on, on the first podcast that we started talking about it. Um, obviously, Adam Miller, fantastic from behind the arc. Um, so, you know, they can definitely shoot the ball uh, from behind the arc. Um, I think, you know, that um, when it comes to inside the arc and inside the paint, that's uh, going to have to – uh, those mid-range shots are, are going to have to come along uh, a little bit. Uh, oh, no. I thought KJ Williams looked really good in the paint. Um, you know, he can, he can definitely stretch it, but um, he definitely flexed his muscles and, and showed what he could do inside the paint um, on Wednesday night, which was really encouraging. Um, but, yeah, I, I really just think the mid-range uh, game is going to have to be worked on a lot, and I think, you know, making smart shot selections. Um, And as much as we hated it uh, during the Wilway era, leaving guys wide open for three, uh, for some reason, that that was a little bit of the case. It was a little bit of the case on um, on Wednesday night. Luckily, luckily, they didn't hit it. (laughs) They were 25. So they took more three-pointers than you. Uh, I'll, uh, in large part, dude, because you left some guys open and, and yeah. the defense broke down. Um, you know, like last year's team, you know, we were so impressed because, you know, they 
they were really good at holding opponents to 60 or less. Um, and obviously this is not a, not a good opponent at all. Um, and they were able to score on you a little bit minus outside of the arch. They, they were not good outside the arch, but they were, they were able to score 63 points on you, even though they went four of 25 from the arch. So, um, you know, they, and they did have that big guy. I can't remember his name, Reagan, honestly. Um, yeah, that, that tall, bald-headed kid um, that had a really good game. Um, I, I don't remember his name, but anyways, he he, he, he logged some really good uh, minutes and, and, and did well for the Ruse. <laughs> so, um, you know, th- there's definitely room for improvement, but I know you kind of mentioned it a lot whenever we were texting. So what are some things that you saw that you feel needs to be worked on? Say, say it one more time. I said, I know you mean you texted about it uh, during the game, and you had you were kind of critical. Uh, I know there's a couple of two or three times you're like, this team's got got a lot to work uh, on. So, yeah. what what are some of the things that you saw? I think I think it was decision making that was a, a problem, uh, and that that includes you know shot selections, like you said. Uh, but one thing that really concerned me is there was there was about three times that they got. A, a, a fast break and they had like you know they had numbers like it was two on one or or or, or three on two and they did not make like good decisions in the fast break uh like there was there was once i think trey hannibal uh took it and adam miller it was two on one and adam miller was wide open i mean he was wide open uh, because there was only one defender, and instead of dishing it and getting the easy bucket, uh, Trey kept it and, and, and drew a charge. Uh, and then there was another time where the, a similar situation happened, uh, and, and Juice did the exact same thing. And Matt McMahon was pretty upset about it. Like, he literally came out on the court and was like, hey, pass the – he didn't say this, but he said, pass the dang ball. He said a little bit more critically than I, and then you know, <laughs> than we're supposed to say on here. But you know, he's like, "Hey, pass the ball!" Like it was wide, stinking open. So the decision making, the, the pass selections, the shot selections, fast break decisions—it it, just—it weren't very good. So the team as a whole has got to, and that and, and that comes with trusting your your players. Um, or, or your excuse me, not your players, your, your your teammates, like having that chemistry on the court. Uh, so that's going to come with time to like, you know, build that chemistry. Like we're in that moment. Trey Hannibal probably dishes it later on in the season, or, or Juice dishes it. Yeah. Um, there was times when like the offense just seemed very unorganized. Um, like they just weren't making. I don't know. It just seemed like the sets that they were running. And the things that we're doing that were, was kind of unorganized. And I think, again, yeah, that goes back I to agree. chemistry because it felt like, you know, like when we, there was times, you know, whenever you're watching a basketball game, you could see like the play developing, like what they're trying to accomplish. There were several times where it was like, you know, it looks like they're just out there playing street ball. Like, like what are we doing? And, and there was times when guys like held onto the ball way too long and had passes and lanes that they could have taken and just didn't. 
so the decision making has got to improve. The chemistry's got to grow together, and, and that that comes with time, you know, working together. Um, so that that was my critique. Um, I mean, they got the win, and so you're happy for Matt McMahon. They get his first win, but look, th- there's no question. There's a lot to work on. You only beat this team by 11 points, and all reality, it was. I would say it was a closer game than an 11 point, you know, deficit. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were there were times when legitimately they could have taken the lead in the half in the second half. Uh, they just weren't a good uh, uh, deep ball shooter shooting team, uh, and that helped you out. That's not going to be the case every time. Like you're playing Division One basketball, there's going to be you know teams that you run into that aren't Kansas City Kangaroos, and they're going to be able to hit them open shots. And yeah. if, if you don't improve on that. You know, you can lose some games you're not supposed to. You know, looking at the at the non-conference schedules act, I think it's very obvious. It is very obvious that Matt McMahon scheduled this non-conference intentionally. There's not very many majorly difficult opponents. And I think he did that understanding that this team was going to have to grow together. Like, we – the same thing, like, with football – we got to do with basketball. We got to give this team time to gel together. Now, I'm not saying down the road, you know, LSU is going to be a basketball team that's knocking off like Kentucky and Arkansas this year or Auburn, like LSU football just did. Because um, I, I just don't think there was more pieces. I feel like on, on football that, that that stayed behind, like crucial pieces, to be able to do something like that, right? But this basketball team is completely remade, like completely. I mean, you got two returning players genuinely. I understand, like, Adam Miller returned, but the dude didn't play last year, right? So, in all reality, you have two guys that that came back from, you know, last year's team, and Justice Williams was a guy who came off the bench late, you know, like middle of the season. Like, he didn't play his first minutes until – uh, he didn't play his first minutes. I think until it was the Auburn, Auburn game. Yeah, yep. it was the Auburn game. So it, it's a whole new team. It, it's going to take some time. Zach. It's just going to have to take some time. And I and I also say, Reagan, you know, pulling up the um, stats here. Let me see if I can add. It. There we go. Um, the personal fouls and turnovers is also a big concern. Um, they turn the ball over 15 times. You got to get that number down. And then look at all your starters outside of Adam Miller. Three fouls, four fouls, three fouls, three fouls. That number is going to have to get down, um, yeah. especially moving forward, or else when you get in more physical ball games, um, you, you know, you're going to get into foul trouble and, and have guys right. fouling out. I'll also say to, to go back one of the positive, you mentioned Justice Williams. Justice Williams, I thought, had a pretty good night, too. Um, seemed like he was playing with a lot of effort. Um, and, I mean, I think he had, like, yeah. a couple of times where he had some putbacks, you know, uh, after a, a missed shot. So, we're going to see with uh, how this season plays out. Of course, you got um, a, a better opponent coming up um, 5 p.m. tomorrow night against Arkansas State. I'll be interested to see how that game goes against a, a better better team. Arkansas right. State's not good. Arkansas State obviously is not good. Um, they're better than Kansas City, though. 
So, you know, you played Kansas City kind of close. How does this wow. game look? Uh, a couple comments, Reagan. Al Landry said, I'm here. Let's go. Uh, Al. Awesome. awesome to have you here. Um, Floyd Davis, I don't know if I've maybe, – maybe Floyd, maybe you've watched before. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen you live, but glad to have you here with us, man. Uh, he said Miller looked good. The team needs to jail. Go oh, he Tigers. He said jail right. He didn't say Yale. He said yeah. jail. Look at that. Look at J-E-L-L. That. There you go. Uh, Brandon Garner also said, I agree. Way too many scoreless minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah but I will droughts. say, Brandon. There huh? were some droughts. There was some droughts. But to score 74 uh, with with as many droughts as you had, encouraging. On the, on the flip side of that, it's positive. So – um, Reagan, any more thoughts before we move on from basketball? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've kind of talked negativity only, so l- let me say this. Uh, Adam Miller, definitely, I know you said this, the dude can shoot, uh, and that's going to be a big part of the team. Hey, K.J. Williams had a double-double. Yep. Uh, that, that dude is he, – he reminds me of, of Darius Days in his aggressiveness to get the board, um, his relentlessness to get the board. 13 points. I think he finished with 11 rebounds. Correct me if I'm wrong there. He had 14 uh, so rebounds. 14 rebounds. Wow. So, yeah. 13 points. Great game from him. Really liked what I saw. Um, he played I, the most think, minutes as well. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I think he's going to be uh, kind of your your bulk minute guy. Uh, he'll probably play the most minutes on the entire team. Um, but, look, there's – this team's going to grow together as you – play through this non-conference schedule. That's why he scheduled it this way. Uh, you know, I, I want to see what this team looks like after a few games under their belt. Uh, I, I think there's definitely some potential for this team. Uh, so that, that's my final thought there for, for, for basketball. All right, guys. Well, let's take uh, a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to preview LSU versus the Little Piggies. The Piggies. The Piggies. We're, we're going to be on their home field, but we're going to be sending them all the way home uh, after we, we, we spank them. So let's take a quick break, uh, and we'll be back to preview LSU Arkansas. Five-star hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all of his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem, and at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. We're back. So, unfortunately, we were not able to get um, any Arkansas uh, fans slash uh, media on? I know. I'm sorry. I try to get my buddy uh, Louis to come on. Uh, he knows his stuff. Um, he's a fan. He's not anybody crazy like special like media or anything like that. Um, but a fan that that really knows his stuff um, and has been following it for a long time. Luckily, though, we we did contact Jacob Davis. Of course, Jacob Davis. Um, is the co-host of the Hog Talk uh, and a publisher for Arkansas Fight. Uh, appreciate Ben Brandon, a buddy of mine, uh, connecting me with Jacob. He unfortunately Jacob was out of town, but he does want to come on uh, and and potentially yeah. talk some 
uh, LSU Arkansas basketball when we get there. So I, oh, I will I'm definitely. Sure. I'm sure that's what he wants to talk about. <laughs> Nobody wants to come on the show for football. Come on for basketball. Okay. I know, I know, right? So uh, we may, we may have to give him a, a little heck for that, uh, for coming on yeah. uh, during basketball, but uh, being out of town for football. Uh, look, look, uh, I'm sure he's a great guy. We haven't really gotten to know him yet, but uh, excited to get to have him on and, and to talk nonetheless down the line. So Reagan, um, you know, it's a trap game, man. LSU, you know, they're going to stumble here. They're going to, it's going to be a problem. You know, Arkansas has got uh, just tremendous talent on the other side of the ball. KJ Jefferson is completely healthy. Rocket Sanders is going to run all through this LSU defensive line. Um, oh, Ole Miss man. is going to beat Bama on Saturday and LSU is going to have to worry about Ole Miss losing down the line to um, to Mississippi State to make it into the SEC championship. Um, right, I mean, right. what, what, are your, what are your thoughts early here um, as we are just a, a few hours, not, not really long because it's an 11 a.m. Yeah, game, yeah. early game. That's why y'all are heading down tonight and stopping. Um, no but, you know, just, oh. just a few – uh, more hours until LSU and Arkansas kick this thing off. And, uh, you know, you got to be extremely nervous if you're an LSU fan about this game, right, Reagan? Yeah. Look, look, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be like overly confident, but guys, the, the ability to not make it a trap game is solely up to the players. And Brian yeah. Kelly has made that completely clear, uh, fully clear. Uh, and, and I love that. Zach, if you if you watched LSU Gold, which we have, and if you haven't, right. I will continue. I will continue to advocate, go spend $10 a month and get LSU Gold because it's worth it. That's my little plug. <laughs> but if you watch LSU Gold, you know that Brian Kelly was mentioning the Arkansas game Monday of the Alabama week. Yeah. Monday. So he, his whole point was, hey, you got to prepare for this game. And, you know, he, everybody's talking about we rise to the level of our opponent. You know, and he practically called that, you know, bull. You know, and, and was like, hey, we, we we rise to the level of our preparation. We don't all rise to the level of our opponent. You take care of Alabama, guess what? You got to go play Arkansas at Arkansas. You know, you got to take care of business. You continue to prepare. You don't rise to the level of the, of the opponent because then what's going to happen is you will fall into trap games and you will fall to the level of your opponent. Just as much as you rise, you will fall. So you rise to the level of your preparation. And, and Brian Kelly has made that very clear. Like, this is all about how your players think. And he even said this pride. He even said in his Monday press conference, hey, if if it's a trap game, you ain't been coaching them right. You ain't been teaching them how to think right. So, for me, I'm not worried uh, about it. I'm not worried about it at all. Yeah. Uh, because Brian Kelly and his staff has made – I mean, I don't know how many times, Zach, maybe I, – I don't know. It sounds like Brian Kelly talks about how you think how you approach games in your preparation, in your in your time applying your preparation. Like, 
they're constantly talking about your thought process. So I, yeah. I'm not too worried about this coaching staff having a problem with finding themselves in trap games. Uh, and guys, the reality is KJ Jefferson is a question mark for this game. It's yep. a question mark. Now, don't get me he wrong. Ha- he has not. Hornsby. I don't think he's thrown. In, uh, he's been practicing it, like hardly at all. Yeah. And and uh, they are preparing, I think, for either or. Um, from hearing from Sam Pittman, absolutely. Um, and I think as late as Wednesday, um, KJ Jefferson wasn't throwing the ball. I could y'all fact our listeners fact check on me on that. Um, but I think very right. concerning for Arkansas. Yeah, and look, don't now. You know, let's not overlook Malik either. I think Malik is a, is a very athletic player that can make plays with his feet. I mean, just as much like Jay Daniels can hurt you with his feet, so can Malik. I, I think, think I Malik prefer KJ. KJ's banged up. You don't yeah. have to worry about his legs. Correct. And honestly, Malik's legs are more dangerous. I mean, the problem with KJ is his size. He is, he's so uh, tough to get down. He gets in space, and he's a problem. Malik gets in sp- space, and it's dangerous because he has, he has speed. Like I mean – I don't know if y'all seen him or not, but like he's kind of built like Jaden, maybe a little bit bigger. Um, but, but I, KJ is like a a a guy that's hard to muscle down, right? Yeah. So honestly, if it just it seems like LSU is going to be okay tomorrow, uh, if we do what Brian Kelly has been preaching, I don't think we have anything to worry about, Zach. Um, because we have continually got healthy over the last few weeks, especially with the bye week. We've gotten healthier, and we have improved drastically. Arkansas has continually been in, you know, I mean, just lost to Liberty and has gotten injured. And uh, they had um, – oh, man, I'm drawing a blank on his name. It's like Slusher or Slasher or something like that. They're DB. And then, and then another player who are suspended for this game. So – they're, they're definitely on the down right now, and LSU is definitely trending up right now. So I get the idea to think, oh, this is a trap game. But the reality is, the reality is, I, I don't think it's a trap game because they're so, like, unhealthy and suspension right now. Like, it's, it's a trap game if they're fully healthy, ready to go, and they just got beat somehow miraculously by – Liberty, which they did, and they were full full health, ready to go. They're not. They're banged up, and they're coming off a loss. And and they got dominated that like game outside of the fourth quarter. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely they did. So if LSU comes in with the right mindset and take care of business, they're going to be fine. And, Zach, it's a favor. Regardless of the Alabama win, regardless of the Liberty loss, regardless of the K.J. Jefferson injury, this matchup favors LSU. Here's why. Ole Miss is a favorable matchup for LSU. Alabama is a favorable matchup for LSU. Why? Because they are a run-heavy offense. LSU struggles to compete against elite receivers. We saw that in the tennis game. Our secondary is not as strong as we are used to. So when it comes up to stopping and holding guys like Brew McCoy, and Jalen Hyatt of Tennessee with a quarterback like Hendon Hooker, 
our guys, I don't think, are like, no, no, it's not Stingley out there. It's not Flott out there. It's not Christian Fulton out there or Grant Delpit or, you know, those Patrick Peterson, Tredavious White, who can go out on an island and compete with the best of the best. These are some transfers that have come in, no doubt, have played good, no doubt. But it's not used, we're not used to, this isn't what LSU is used to talent wise for. DBs, but our defensive front has been really stinking good at stopping the run. So with a run-heavy offense like Ole Miss, we saw the result of the game. A uh, uh, run-heavy – now, I would say Alabama is a little bit more balanced, so that was good to see that we uh, did well defensively in the secondary and were able to contain the run. But this is a – I think this is the most lopsided, like, all, Arkansas is very run-heavy, run-heavy. And you know it because, you know, Rocket Sanders is the rushing leader in the SEC because they run him so stinking much. Yeah. So I really like the matchup in general, regardless of all the injuries and the trap game. It's just a favorable matchup for, for LSU, Zach. So those are, like, my – that's my initial thought. Like, it's just – it's a game that, that, that works well for LSU's defense right now. So, it's I, I do think it's it's surprising that Ve- even Vegas has this at a three-and-a-half-point spread. Um, and we've seen that rise a little bit. I think it started as low as two-and-a-half or something like that, and then it rose up to three, and now it's up to three-and-a-half. Wow. So, not a whole lot of movement right now. But ESPN Power Index – Favors LSU pretty heavily, um, 72.5% to 27.5% in favor of LSU to win this game. Um, So, I'm interested to see why the line is is so much uh, in favor of Arkansas. Um, But also, you know, they have the over-under of 61.5%. I think that might be a little low considering LSU's offense, how LSU's offense is playing right now, but maybe they're factoring in um, Arkansas's offense and how they're playing right now. So I'll be interested. I will will say um, I really hope that Jaden has a really good game, and here's why, because we are now beginning to hear some some conversation – um, about Jaden Daniels being in the Heisman, he and it, he Mel Kiper, Mel Kiper picked him to win the Heisman. Surprisingly, wow! Um, yeah, what? Mel Kiper. Uh, or what? no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think it was Todd McShay. I think it was Todd McShay. But either way, Todd McShay. I, I believe. I'm pretty sure Todd. It was Todd McShay, not Mel Kiper. I'm sorry. Todd McShay, I think, and I I think part of it was him like, hey, let's go a little bit different direction, kind of pick a dark horse. So, um, you know, he he picked Jaden Daniels. And, you know, if Jaden, if Jaden has, uh, you know, good games these next three um, or to four games, I mean, we're talking around 3,000 yards passing, around 1,000 yards rushing. Um, for him, and that definitely puts him in the conversation, and I would say in in the seat in New York. So, um, where's where does his like 
Where does his rushing and passing stand right now? So currently, um, he is at almost two thousand yards passing. <coughs> Y'all, excuse me. Um, and he's at six hundred, a little over six hundred yards rushing. He's got fourteen touchdowns through the air, ten uh, touchdowns on the ground. So he's got twenty-four, uh, twenty-four only total touchdowns. Team. He's only thrown one interception. Which again, that one interception came against Tennessee and was on the receiver, was not on Jaden. Um, so you know, Jaden has the potential against a secondary in Arkansas that is not good. They are horrendous. In fact, they are worse than the SEC uh, in giving up. Which is surprising, games. considering the the year that McLaughlin has had. He's had a great year, but the. I guess it's everywhere else. <laughs> everywhere else, everywhere else is bad. <laughs> everywhere else is terrible. So, this is an opportunity for Jaden to put up a lot of stats uh, yeah. through the air. Um, and we know that he's probably going to be the leading rec- uh, rusher again. You know, unless John Emery pops off or, or they, they give Josh Williams a big Josh. workload. But we know that's pro- not going to happen because they, they spread out the – the carries for the running back. So Jaden's probably going to be your lead res- uh, rusher. He's obviously going to be your leading passer. Um, yeah. But he has an opportunity here to to really pad some stats, and I hope he does. I hope this is a game where LSU starts off really fast um, yeah. and kind of puts it to bed early. That's what we want to see. You know, you don't want to see a game where, you know, a couple mistakes happen. Arkansas gets some mojo going. They have some momentum, and then all of a sudden, they think they can win the the, the whole thing. You yeah. got to snuff this out early, end in Arkansas's hopes, in their chances early on. Um, and I'll ask you this, Reagan: Are you worried about it being eleven a.m. start time? Um, this will be their first. This will be their first eleven a.m. start time on the road this on season, road. obviously. Yeah, I mean, I would say that, like, the weather, I would be more worried than, about the weather than the time. Uh, I'm a – for me, Zach, I know other people, like LSU fans, like, despise 11 a.m. kickoffs. And, I mean, I would prefer don't, – don't get me wrong. I would prefer a night kickoff. But I just don't care, like, because it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't. For, for me, like, you should be playing, you know, if you're a good football team, a consistent football team, you need to be playing good regardless of the time. Does the time really worry me? Not really. What worries me is it's going to be freezing cold. Like, it's going to yeah. be cold. The wind chills will be in, in, like, the freeze. It won't be actually freezing. The wind chills, like, what it will feel like is going to be freezing. Yeah. Um, and LSU hasn't played a game like that yet. Now, Brian Kelly did mention, you know, hey, we were outside practicing, you know, back in January and so, you know, but like it's different. I'm not discrediting what he said, you know, at all, but it's different when you get in the game and like you're really competing and it's freezing cold. And and Jaden, well, was Jaden there? I feel like he got there a little bit later though. Did he not? Or did he get there? In I can't remember. I can't remember. But anyway, like 
that's been a while. I mean, number one, that's it's been a while since then. It, it, it's been a good bit of time since they played in some cold weather, and some of them just haven't played in cold weather. So I'm a little bit concerned about the weather. Like, does that affect, like, you know. That was in March, right? Jaden committed to LSU in March, so he wasn't playing in January with them. Yeah, exactly. He didn't get there till spring. Yeah. So Jaden wasn't there during that time, you know, preparing in, in the cold during that time. So some of these guys ain't been in the cold. And even if they have been in the cold back in January, like, bro, that was January. That was a while ago. So, you know, can they catch the ball well when their hands are really cold? Can they, you know, does do they, you know, how do you stay warm, you know, I would say that would be more of a problem than actually the time. I, I'm not too worried about the time of the game because, for me, it just shouldn't matter. And Brandon Garner says it's going to be 35 at kickoff. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, wild. It's going to be cold. Uh, fun fact for the show, Al Landry says, the last 10 victories against Bama, the Tigers have followed it up with a victory against Arkansas. So the last 10 I times they've beat Bama – They've won against Arkansas. Knock on wood. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Knock on wood, Al. Uh, Tyler uh, Tyler Townsend is not concerned. Says hog roast. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, gotta love some hog roast, man. Um, man, that sounds good right now. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten dinner yet, so I'm get I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I had me a burger not not too long ago, so I'm sorry. I already, I already had my beef for the night. So, Reagan, some pork. There you go. Uh, So, Reagan, uh, I guess we probably need to hear soon get into our TA tools for success. But before we get into our tools for success, uh, is there anything else? Uh, I guess we need to talk about matchups, you know, some some uh, some position group matchups that we we need to look at. Um, I think for me, the biggest matchup. is is going to be probably LSU's receivers versus their DBs, and I know that's probably not a great selection because of how terrible um, Arkansas's DBs are. But you can really, yeah. you can really. What, the reason I say that is because you can really end the game early um, with that matchup. Um, right. you, you can really, really put the foot on their throat early on with that matchup. Um, I think it's a matchup that extremely heavily favors LSU. Um, yeah. Reagan, wh- wh- where's a matchup that you're concerned about for LSU with this Arkansas team? Honestly, Zach, I don't know if there's any um, really truly like concerned about because they're, they're, I would say our vulnerability is in our secondary and their receivers just aren't that good. And our secondary has continued to play better. Um so I'm not too concerned with that. Um, I think exactly, Al. That's that's exactly what I was about to go to. Is our D line against their, their O line? Their O line is very good. They probably have the best center in all of college football. Um, so how will our defensive line and just our front seven, maybe in general, do against their rush attack? Because look, Rocket Sanders is good. I mean, he's a great running back. And, and yeah, they have some really other good. running backs that can come in and do and do well. Uh, and, and, you know, even if KJ's banged up, I think he's a player that's willing to put his body on the line uh, and, and get himself out there and 
and run the ball. And if it's Malik, you know, he's definitely can move. Uh, so how will our front seven do against this rushing attack? That would be my my biggest matchup for this game. And I, I, honestly, our, our front seven has been so good against the rush, um, namely Roy and, and Wingo. Um, I don't want to say I favor LSU in that because I think their O-line is so good, but I think that's going to be the most competitive matchup, I think, of the game. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Um, that's definitely at least the most interesting matchup to watch. Um, so, I mean, is is that for you? Is that the position group that would maybe you take Arkansas as the favorite there? Maybe if it, or if maybe. not, is there another I mean, one? I mean, that's a big maybe. I think it, again. I think it's the most competitive. Um, if there is a matchup that I would say I take Arkansas, I may okay. Maybe I would take their linebackers against like our running backs because Drew Sanders and, and Bumper Pool are really good. really good. I, I may maybe I give them the nod there, but then again, uh, I think our rushing. Will not. Ha- I don't think we'll have too much of a problem to move the ball on the ground tomorrow. I don't, I don't think it'll be a struggle. Yeah. Well, those are definitely matchups uh, that obviously we'll be watching very closely. Um, you'll be watching as you'll be there. Um, but let's take Absolutely. a quick break, uh, w- one last break, I guess, and then we can come back and talk about the TA Tools for Success. We'll be Tools back right after this. Tigers Avenue is proud to announce that we now have TA Merchandise. You can find all of our merchandise by heading over to TigersAvenue.com and clicking on the Merchandise tab. We have everything from t-shirts, hoodies, shorts, joggers, hats, and beanies. We've even got shoes, Converse, and slides. Head over to our accessories tab where you can find blankets, bumper stickers and license plates, magnets and stickers, mugs, bottles, and tumblers, phone cases. You can find tech and office and outdoor products like a mouse pad, a puzzle, a notebook, and more, all at tigersavenue.com. Head on over to TigersAvenue.com today, click the Merchandise tab, and get yours now. All right, we're back. If you are just now joining us, yes, Reagan is live from the road heading to Fayetteville. And listen, I got to give Reagan a little crap for it. Um, I wasn't invited. I I was not happy about it at all. I I completely blame Bobby a hundred percent. I've been telling you, I didn't plan it. (laughs) I did not plan it. This is a surprise. I have to sit here at home and, and enjoy the game from the couch. 
uh, while Reagan and Bobby get to go all the way down there and get to watch it and, and have a blast. And, you know, it, it's fine. It's not like we've been best friends or blood or anything. You know, no biggie. Um, <laughs> but I, I had, had to, no idea. <laughs> I had to give uh, B- Reagan and Bobby a heart. Mainly Bobby. Mainly Bobby because, like, come on, bro. Like, wow. Um, <laughs> some gas, so so that's what's going on right now. Yeah, we're, look at look at Bobby in the background. There, there's Bobby in the background getting gas. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, let's let's get Bobby in this thing. Roll down the window. Well, I got my AirPod in. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's just waving. And the car turned off, so I can't roll the window down. So, so where are y'all at right now? Where where are y'all at? Moralton, Arkansas, I believe. Okay, okay, Mor- so you. Y'all uh went through Conway already? Yeah, we did. We did. Cool. Awesome. Which, by uh, the way, Arkansas is retarded. Arkansas is absolutely retarded, by the way. <laughs> for all you Arkansas fans that may be watching. Why in the world? Why in the world? There's not an interstate connecting Jonesboro and Fayetteville. <laughs> what are we doing? You got cut. We you gotta, gotta go, go for a, make a down and then ride. up. It's stupid. You gotta like, go down and across and then up. Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, pretty crazy. Go open the. Golly, we got uh, a. <laughs> is is Bobby getting in or is he still out there? Oh, I had or to he's, open he's the. Even where the gas opened. Man, he's cold. Was. He's got he's got the hoodie on and everything, man. It's chilly. It's chilly. It really is. It really is. So it's gonna so, be cold one tomorrow. Uh. Let's let's get Bobby's uh, maybe a little bit of uh, from Bobby here a little bit from him uh, once he gets back in the car. Uh, but Reagan, tools for success as we're about to <laughs> we're about to wrap up the show here. Um, Reagan, what I'll let you go first. What are your tools for success? What are things that LSU needs to do that are absolutely necessary for them to come away uh, Saturday <coughs> and, and bring home the Golden Boot? Uh, I mean, number one, you stop the run, you win this game. Yeah. Defensively, if you stop the run, you win this game. That, that's off the top. I mean, if you're able to contain Rocket Sanders and their rushing attack, you're going to win this game because uh, the, their receivers just – I mean, I think they – you know, Hasselwood is a decent receiver um, that transferred from Oklahoma. But, look, they're, they're receiving – their passing game just hasn't been the best. Um and, and I feel like Rocket leads the SEC in the rushing. I mean, because he's a good running back. I'm not going to give him crap like that. But it's almost like out of necessity because he has to run. So he has to run the ball a lot. Um, so there's that. And then secondly, I mean, offensively, you just got to keep doing what you've been doing. If you have a balanced offense, you run the ball well, you throw the ball well which I think LSU will do really well this game against this secondary that is just not good for Arkansas. Uh, you're going to win this game, and you should win it. Win it. Win it pretty handily. And, and so that's – you stop the run, and you continue to do what you've been doing on defense, you're going to be okay. Um, I, I got to say, I, I mentioned this earlier for me. I think the biggest thing for me is protect the football. Um I mentioned earlier, you know, don't do anything that gives Arkansas momentum. Don't do anything that gives them hope that they can win the thing. You know, uh, you know, immediately, immediately just 
gas pedal to the I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Foot on the gas. <laughs> foot on the gas, pedal to the metal. That's what I was trying pedal to say. Pedal to the metal. Yeah, foot on the gas, pedal to the metal, uh, right from the jump. Um, and and protect, protect, protect the football because you know, you give them a couple turnovers, um, and you give them a little bit of life, and they're gonna think, hey, we can win this thing. Hey, we can win this thing. So you need to snuff that out early. Um, I want to see them attack, Reagan. I want to see them attack vertically downfield. We mentioned, obviously, that Arkansas uh, has a very weak secondary, worst in the league. So I want to see them attack that, exploit that weakness in Arkansas, take some deep shots, try and open this thing up early, um, and put them in a hole uh, early in the game. So – that for me, protect the football and be aggressive. Be aggressive. Um, so I, I hope I hope that uh, they don't come out flat. Obviously, I, I mean I know you talked about being eleven a.m. game. I don't think that'll be a problem. I don't think they'll come out flat. Um, yeah. And obviously, as BK has harped on, it's a mental thing. So to the players, they have got to come out mentally prepared for this game. Not looking ahead to. A&M or, or Atlanta and Georgia, they got to come out mentally prepared for this game tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Is Bobby in the car yet or is he over there getting can – you, Can you still hear me, Zach? Can you still hear yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah, I switched my AirPods over, so he, he got back here. Well, the, All right, Bobby is uh, joining us. Hello, Bobby. How are you, uh, you jerk? I'm just kidding. Love you. Um, <laughs> uh being sad. I don't know what it, <laughs> what it is. I'm not sad. I'm not sad. I'm salty. I am salty. Not sad, but salty. Um, so, Bobby, uh, you're heading to the – first off, we didn't get you to come on after the Bama game. How was that? You were there. Uh, also, you're lame for not storming the field. I don't care that you were millions. <laughs> I don't care yeah. that you were 100 million, you know, bleachers up. And, you, or you your wife was pregnant. That thing. Or your yeah, wife. Or my wife was pregnant and didn't want to be <laughs> Thing, you know. <laughs> All I hear is excuses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. There's nothing like Saturday night in Death Valley. Like it was a surreal experience, and to beat Bama at home for the first time since 2010 was incredible. Was incredible. I mean, it. There are no words can describe it. It was awesome. I mean, Mason Taylor caught the game-winning catch in the corner where we were sitting at. And I posted a video on Facebook. You probably saw I went crazy like a little kid, hugged some random guy. And it was <laughs> awesome. It was great. I did see you hug a random guy. Also, she was like, oh, oh, we won! We won! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was so, like, we we had dominated the whole game. It felt like we just couldn't get that little bit to just pull away. Yeah, in the fourth. But the atmosphere in the stadium felt like we were just – killing them i mean the scoreboard just didn't didn't reflect the way it felt like we were beating them yeah and so like to come to the end of the game and think like man we had to do a two-point conversion to win the game didn't feel real so like you know we're we're sitting there like man we're about to win this game they drive down the field take it overtime and you're kind of like oh man and feeling the atmosphere there going for two was the call like there was no there was no question about it going for two was the best thing to do I mean, Bama could not stop, could not stop the the short plays. It just seemed like the thing to do. I will say though, I looked at the guy next to me and said, or I think I, I told my wife on the way home, 
you know, we had stopped two of their two-point conversions. And correct me if I'm wrong, in overtime, too, you have to go for two, right? In the, so, in the second overtime. Second, second, overtime, second overtime. overtime. So it's like, okay, maybe you don't go for two because you've stopped two of them already. But being there, the atmosphere, I mean, Jaden went off for a 25-yard run. He had all the momentum in the world. It's just yeah. like, it was the call. That was that was the thing to do. Yeah. So it was, it was incredible. Tiger Stadium was electric, leaving it. Came back from the dead. Um, I mean, yes, back it was. From the dead. It was incredible. It was awesome. So, Bobby, obviously, awesome moment for you there. Um, going to Fayetteville. Um, what are your thoughts about the Arkansas game? I know me and Reggie have talked about it a lot, but what are your thoughts? It's gonna be cold. That's a, that's my thought. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the trap game. Trap game is the talk. Um, and and I've you know as I've been driving, I've been listening to you guys. Brian Kelly is clear on preparation. I mean, in, in details. He always talking about the next week ahead. I think under a coach like Les Miles at O, you know, it's a trap game. Under Brian Kelly, I think it's a different story. Now, at the end of the day, you, like Reagan and I have been talking about the rest of the season, you have to play the game. So let's not get too caught up and think looking towards Texas A&M or even Georgia in Atlanta – Let's play. Let's play tomorrow. Let's let's get through tomorrow. I mean, for the first time ever, I'm a Bama fan tomorrow too because I want. Them <laughs> I know, to right? <laughs> um, I think I think tomorrow is our game to lose. I, I do. Yeah, it's with KJV sure. out and the other uh, complications they have going on. I think I think tomorrow is our game to lose. I agree. Uh, so, guys, let's get a score prediction and then we'll call it. Uh, we'll call it a night and let y'all get get over to Fort Smith. I've got a I've got a party to go to, so I'm living the life up over here. Um, so uh, I guess let's let's go ahead and let's let's start with um, let's start with Bobby um, since since he was just talking there. Let's uh, let's talk with Bobby. Bobby, what you think? I think with KJ potentially out as as uh, as good as our defense has been, I'm gonna go 35 14. Uh, Pretty good, pretty good win for us. Taking the West. Yes, sir. Hey, I like the way you put that. Taking the West. Love it. Uh, here's my prediction. LSU wins 30, 31-17. 31-17. Two touchdowns. Yeah, That's I'm kind of with y'all there. I'm kind of with y'all there. I'm, I'm going. You beat um, him. <laughs> he said, I, I was. Since one of y'all went 31 and since one of y'all went 35 or 38. 35. Right, right. 35 and 31. All right. I'll go 38. <laughs> uh, you know, we scored 32 on Bama. I think we can score a little bit more on Arkansas with how bad their sure, defense sure. is. Uh, yeah, it's on the road. But uh, I got LSU 38 to 23. 38, 23. 38, 23. And Tigers win and then – only a few hours later, they secure the West when Ole Miss loses by two touchdowns to Let's Alabama. Go. Let's go. <laughs> All right, guys. Will y'all be safe? Absolutely. Uh, let's let's call it let's call it a night. We've enjoyed all of our listeners, uh, all of our viewers. Um, really excited about tomorrow. Hopefully, the Tigers come out victorious and Ole Miss gets beat like a drum by Alabama. I have to agree with Bobby for the first time in forever. Um, maybe, maybe ever. Um, we are Bama fans tomorrow. So, <laughs> roll tide. I should have said, roll tide, baby. <laughs>
Roll Tide Cold Bear, baby. Woohoo. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been a blast. Uh, we will talk to y'all on Monday when we recap everything. All right, five-star hero, take us out. Peace. Peace.